Hi, welcome to Idgets and Aspects. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. This is a rewatch podcast, so we've already seen everything up to where what they've aired so far, but we're going to start all the way from the beginning with you guys. This is hopefully going to be a spoiler-free podcast, so we'll be talking about each episode as if we've never seen any later episodes. But that sounds really <laughs> hard. <laughs> yeah, it might be a little difficult, but, you know, we can just, like smack each other if it gets too okay. hard. <laughs> like, I personally <laughs> like love spoilers so I, I need to know like I need to know who's gonna die before I watch it not that people die on this show <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but if they do I need to know about it yes. well I, I am definitely the opposite I like to like not know anything going into it so that way I like because in my mind, I think I kind of like fill in the gaps. If I know certain things happen, I'm like, well, this is the only way that they could do this. And then I like ruin the episode for myself. So mm-hmm. or show or whatever it is that yeah. you know, I like we're on the West Coast. So I always get on Tumblr um, as the East Coast <laughs> is watching it and see what everyone is saying about it. So that I know if my husband hates it, he's like, stop telling me what happens. And I'm like, I can't. I can't. And I purposely stay away from things like that for that reason. Oh, no. I need it. I need it to function. Mm-hmm. OK, so how did you start watching Supernatural? I started watching it um after I think four seasons had already aired so I got to uh, I got to binge watch four seasons and then I had to watch like I had to wait for every freaking episode of season five to come out and it was awful it was such a nightmare like that's the worst not that we're gonna talk about spoilers but But withdrawal man I'm telling you you get used to that much and then you you get spaced out once a week it's terrible yeah season five especially was like literally end of the world bonkers so but but no spoilers so well when you started me into watching supernatural i definitely was through like eh, i think season nine ish Mm -hmm. somewhere in there so by the time i think i don't remember if i had caught up by the end of season 10 or if i had caught up at the beginning of season 10 but i was able to binge watch a lot and it was great mm-hmm. so the withdrawals were real man I'm telling you like, yeah. I'm like no yeah. I have to wait it's rough so, yeah. I don't like waiting no so I have to ask are you a Sam or a Dean girl oh Dean oh what? Dean oh Dean, <laughs> oh, Dean. Oh. <laughs> so here's the thing like <laughs> without revealing too much Sammy at least you know starting off he's more emotional than Dean mm-hmm. Dean's more of just like a I'm gonna call it like it is like pretty funny I mean kind of a jerk you know yeah <laughs> but also like you know you could tell he cares but also he's not like great at showing his feelings and I feel like that's kind of more of my personality to an mm-hmm. extent like you know like if I'm mad at you I'm gonna tell you I'm mad at you but like as far as you know this super emotional stuff like mm-hmm. I'm just like <laughs> yeah so you identify with Dean I identify with Dean okay. more I would say I'm a Dean girl, and that is all because I am incredibly attracted to <laughs> Dean. That also doesn't <laughs> But, <hurt>. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? But I identify a lot more with Sam, I think. He's, like, he's always just so empathetic, mm-hmm. you know? He really, like, has that, that soft, like, oh, tell me how you're feeling <laughs> voice going on. Yeah, and I just, true. like, he just, he really cares. And I... I'm just always totally concerned with the state of being of everyone around me. So, 
I identify with Sam, but definitely Dean Girl. There is a character that um, arrives in uh, (laughs) the first episode of season four who I become that sort of girl. Yep. So so for the first three seasons, I'm definitely a Dean Girl. Yes. So let's hop into the first episode. We start in Lawrence, Kansas, 22 years ago. Uh, the whole family says goodnight to a six-month-old baby Sammy. He's so cute. He's adorable. Also huge. Don't you think that kid's like a little bit large? Yeah. I also noticed that he already has fantastic hair. This is true. It's like curly and luscious. <laughs> uh, Mary, the mom, wakes up and sees that John is not in bed with her, which would totally piss me off. Um, <laughs> And so uh, she she woke up because she heard Sammy crying. So she goes into Sam's room and sees uh, John, which she thinks is John standing in front of Sam's bed. And she's like, "Oh, hey, hey, what's going on?" And he's he like shushes her. So she <laughs> so she leaves the room, and then we get our first flickering lights. Oh, I know, I the know. First supernatural thing of supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes up to the light, and she like ting tings it with her th- with her fingernail and it fixes and she's like oh okay but just a flickery bulb also like I don't think I've ever had a flickering light bulb that I've like ting tinged it and it's fine you know <laughs> like, right okay but when I see flickering lights like I run the other way <laughs> like when it happens I'm not there anymore I have a little moment of panic but then I'm also like okay this is totally fine this is probably just like normal it'll be okay and then unless it like consists or persists like yeah you know not me i'm like ghostly shit is going down and you need to run <laughs> and i'm I do. like yeah it could probably be explained <laughs> hopefully but in the back of my mind i'm always like what if it can't get the salt <laughs> the salt in the holy water so, <laughs> so she uh, hears a noise downstairs and goes to investigate and sees that it's John asleep in the chair watching uh, a TV show. So then she's like, well, balls, who is in <laughs> my son's room? Also, but like, how does she not know that it's John to begin with? Like, you see this guy and I mean, granted, OK, I'll give it to her. It's dark, some random figure. She's probably half asleep. But, like, I don't know. I feel like my spidey senses would be tingling a little bit. Like, mm, hold on a second. You know, like, who? Wait, what? Yeah. No, like, I I think so, too. But I I looked at, like, because we've seen this episode so many times. You yeah. know what I mean? That mm-hmm. we, we could look for the differences in that shadowy figure. But, like, the first time I ever watched it, I didn't question that it was him. This is true. I didn't question it. I was like, that's totally him in his bathrobe. Mm-hmm. So I, I think don't know. it was the collar mostly that because yeah, like also the music. You know how they always kind of tend to play like in any horror film or anything. It's like the uh, maybe like the questionable right. like this might. So like I think partially that might have been what gave it. Like I think the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, that's probably John. But in the back of my mind, I think I had a little flickering like, mm, but maybe not. You know? Yeah, not so. me. I was like, that's John. Everything's cool. What a nice husband. Taking care of. <laughs> He's already the crying baby. baby. <laughs> I know, right? He was yeah. up even before that kid started crying. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so she sees that John's downstairs. So she runs back up to Sam's room, and um, John. Then you cut to John waking up to Mary screaming. So John runs in the room. Uh, everything looks cool. Sammy is like laying in bed, happy. looking all happy. <laughs> and then a blood starts dripping down on Sammy. 
Yeah. <laughs> for, for the first time. <laughs> also, like, here's the thing, though. Why does creepy stuff always have to start with little kids? Like, little kids are creepy. That's well, why. This is true. They're strange beings. But, yeah, I mean, mine's like, perfect and not creepy ever. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the stuff they say, just like coupled with the expression on their faces, like, it never matches. I think that's no. why. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, okay. So, John uh, looks up to see what is bleeding on Sam and Mary is on the ceiling and her her like abdomen is bleeding I think pretty much like ripped open I yeah would say. like nothing super gory but definitely not doing so good <laughs> right and then she bursts into flames Ugh. so then uh, Dean runs into the room and John hands Sam to Dean and says what does he say get him out of here or something you know yeah like, get your brother out of here or something yeah that effect and then like some scene happens where it looks like the fire totally goes on to john and like i don't know it's like a weird whirly vortex thing yeah, like, it's, it's like not a, just like a burning like it's oh like a fire this is where wave. it started yeah yeah it's like almost like a little tornado i don't know yeah like, that was I, i've always wondered about that mm-hmm. like why all of a sudden i mean i wonder kind of too if the creepy thing was like in there still you know and was able to like start this thing going while he was in there like I don't know yeah I don't I still want to know like what the point of Mary on the ceiling is like why why the ceiling why are they on the ceiling I don't know I don't know anyway (laughs) uh John turns out to be okay he makes it out and uh he just like randomly comes running out too like yeah they don't they kind of don't really talk about like what happened in there like mm-hmm. it's just kind of like he just shows up you know yeah yeah but. so then it cuts to stanford university present day uh, you get a grown-up sam with his girlfriend jessica jess, jess. Oh, she's so pretty mm-hmm. uh, um, sam just scored a 174 on his lsat it's Woo-hoo. uh it's halloween and they are celebrating clearly sammy's not into it though let's be real no he's like do i really have to do this yeah, he's like, not into. He makes it pretty clear that he's not into Halloween at yeah, all. Not so, his thing. Yeah. So later that night, they're sleeping, and Dean breaks into Sam's place. Uh, they fight because they uh, don't know who each other are apparently, and haven't seen each <laughs> other in two years. I know, which is strange looking at the rest of the seasons because they're like, you know, BFFs. They're like know? so inseparable. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It. I don't know. And, also, though, like. If somebody breaks into your house with the training that they've got, like, Mm -hmm. why would you not bring anything with you? Like, he's literally just like, I'm just going to go look and see real quick. Like, Mm -hmm. come on, man. Also, wouldn't you know each other's, like, fighting styles? You would think. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it's dim in that room, but still, like... I mean, Something I I assume that they grew up fighting each other for practice. Yeah. So, anyway, they realize it's each other. Jess comes out of the bedroom, and Dean gets super lecherous about the tiny clothes that she's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Little scamp. <laughs> I know. And it's it's appropriate what she's wearing to bed. But Dina's Dina's just not. I mean, if I was. If I was Sam, I'd be pissed. If I was Jess, I'd be pissed. (laughs) And slightly confused. Yeah. And really uncomfortable, I feel like. Mm -hmm. 
Um, this is where we get Dean saying, uh, Dad's on a hunting trip and he hasn't been home in a few days. And this is like sets up everything, right? Yeah. Like this is the phrase I feel like that kind of started everything. Yeah. So it's like Dean said that to me in my binge watch and there went my life. <laughs> like that was it for me. I was like, like, okay, Dean, fine. I will take this journey with you. <laughs> yes. You want me to go? Okay. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> Um, so Sam decides to go with him and uh, then we get an info dump Uh, we learn that their dad's obsessed with finding the thing that killed their mom which probably anybody would be Uh, they were raised like warriors Uh, they started weapon weapon training weapons training as kids (laughs) Uh, Sam and John didn't really get along and uh, when Sam wanted to go to college, John said if Sam was going to leave to stay gone. So uh, Sam's done hunting for good. And Dean has been working alone without his dad for a little bit. Which uh, is also strange because Dean seems to always kind of want somebody to be with him. You know? Yeah, he does. He doesn't really like doing the alone thing. Mm-hmm. I get it. I wouldn't either if I was fighting monsters. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be the only piece of bait out there. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that uh, seems that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sam has a law school interview in two days. So when he leaves, he tells Jess he'll be back in time for that interview. Uh, so we cut to Jericho, California. There's a guy driving down the road talking on the phone to his girlfriend. And he sees a flickering hot chick hangs up with his girlfriend and pulls over like a dumbass. <laughs> and also like oh, creepy like what you look at her and you know something's not right like you don't know what it is yet but like who in their right mind would be like oh there's this creepy girl on the side of the road let's go talk to her. Right. <laughs> and she's what she is flickering okay that's not just like just for viewers to see. <laughs> it's everybody knows what's yeah. going on here. But that actress is totally beautiful, so I kind of get it. Yeah. I'd probably pull over for her. (laughs) (laughs) So she gets a little suggestive, and it turns out he's totally down. So they pull up to a derelict house, and she says, I can never go home. Uh, She disappears, so he tries to leave, and then she shows up in his back seat. Uh, he kind of like freak out drives onto a bridge and then you get a shot of the uh, from outside the car and it's just like blood splatter. Also, where's the body? That's what I want to know. Yeah, they don't really. Maybe it just exploded. I guess, but you would think there'd be more nasty like, stuff. Like Asput style. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, snap, explosion. <laughs> you know. That's a spoiler. I'm sorry. There's no... Ass butt splatter. <laughs> that sounds like a condition. <laughs> oh, not a good condition. To have. I know. So uh, we cut back to Sam and Dean, and we learn that they pay for everything with uh, pretty much credit card fraud and gambling money and gambling and like pool hustles and stuff. Yeah. But mostly credit card fraud. Yeah, they don't really go into the whole pool hustle things too much. You know, I feel like, like they they say it in, in like some later episodes, like you see them doing it a little. Yeah, bit. it's never really talked about, but it's just kind of one of those things that's like implied. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that Dean's got a cassette tape collection that Sam calls the greatest hits of mullet rock. <laughs> and this is where Dean says, "Driver picks the music, shotgun, shotgun shuts, shuts its cake hole." 
which is uh i've got a mug with that on it <laughs> travel mug. my husband's got a shirt without it i think i have a picture on the wall right there with that on it <laughs> that's like one of the i think a lot of like the really you know good most used um sayings as it were from the show mm. happen in the first like episode or so they totally you know? do i was really surprised with how much was pulled off of this episode mm-hmm. for that and I can't tell you how much I, I like quote that too. Like oh, yeah. it happens like anytime my husband and I are in the car together, I, some one of us says it and then <laughs> we giggle like idiots. So. <laughs> um, we also find out that Sam doesn't really like being called Sammy. Uh, he thinks it sounds like a like a kid name, so that's kind of adorable. He'll and, always be Sammy. I know to me, though. it means that he'll <laughs> always be called Sammy, <laughs> at least in our minds. Yeah. <laughs> so they pull up to the crime scene on the bridge, uh, and they tell the police there that they're federal marshals and show some fake IDs for the first time. Uh, Dean's a total douchebag to these cops, uh, and Sam uses his soft, empathetic voice for the first time. And I think it's interesting because Dean's been with Daddy Winchester more, mm-hmm. right? So, like, he's super, like, good with just, I'm going to boss these people around even though I have no business being here. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's just got the really, like, military authoritative, like, this is what's going to happen. And people just listen to it. Like, it's so surprising all throughout the show. Like, nobody really questions it. I mean, sometimes they do. Yeah. But... Do you think that his dad is like that also? Like that he learned that from his dad? Or do you think that he's a little bit more empathetic? Like I've That never Dean's re- a little more empathetic? No, that their dad. Like what do you oh. think their dad is like? Well, I don't know. Just from like... Well, I mean, it's hard to answer without really giving much away. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Dean... Dean probably learned those, it by watching. Yeah, and he's kind of one of those like not blind followers. But he just like... He loves his dad so much. And I think he's so like in awe of his dad. Mm-hmm. Kind of that he um, he just like not follows blindly, but he just like does whatever he's told and he doesn't question it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we get the first reference to the X-Files here uh, when Dean says Agent Mulder, Agent Scully on their way back to the car, uh, which is pretty cool. This this show has a lot of the same writers and directors as the X-Files. So I'm glad they kind of added that in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love the X-Files. See, I've never seen the X-Files. Oh, okay. That'll be our next podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. (laughs) I'm going to make that show happen to you. Okay. Okay. I feel like all the shows that I watch are things that you're like, you need to watch this. And I'm like, um, okay. And then like, I like it. So it's a great thing. I have good taste. You do? Uh, Yes. You do? My husband would probably say otherwise. Hey, listen. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. He doesn't Uh, have to agree with everything. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, they, uh, Sam and Dean talk to Amy, who is the victim's girlfriend, and say that they are Troy, who is the victim, by the way, that they're, they're Troy's uncle. Uh, Amy tells them about a local urban legend, which is a girl got murdered on Centennial Highway, and now she hitchhikes and kills the men who pick her up. So they sketchy. That's, <laughs> that's pretty sketchy. Like, also, how is there so many men, like, so many men <laughs> that just like oh there's a random flickering girl but she's kind of hot so I'm going to pick her up she looks like maybe somebody of the undead variety yeah, but yeah. I'm going to do it anyways I don't know I know like I don't get it I feel like I have more faith in men than that like generally speaking common sense would win out but you know for the sake of the movie I guess see I'm like I'm like narrowing my eyes at you because I don't <laughs> I feel that way <laughs> I got a look. I'm the opposite. I'm like, people, 
like everybody would probably pick her up because she is like not wearing very much this is also true they get distracted yeah yeah so they do some research in the library and sam shows off his internet searching skills for the first time (laughs) he's such a little smarty pants too like he just like knows what to do all Mm -hmm. the time like dude are you in it or are you in school like just for law school Mm -hmm. i mean i shouldn't say just for law school that is really impressive right that is incredibly (laughs) impressive yep um, they discover a woman named Constance Welch jumped off the bridge and killed herself after her two kids drowned in the bathtub. Uh, I'm just going to be real. Like, that would be enough. That would be some rough yeah. stuff. You know, like, especially, like, both of her kids at the same time. You know, yeah. like, I mean, it would be terrible for one. I, I mean, can't even think even about it. My brain it. my brain won't even let me, like, contemplate how that would feel. Yeah. So, that'd be yeah. enough to spiral, you know, into. Yeah. <laughs> So they uh, check out the bridge uh, at nighttime, and they see ghost Constance actually jump off the bridge. Uh, The boys fight about how their mom is gone, and she isn't coming back, and Dean apparently hasn't come to terms with this yet, even though it's been 22 years. Yeah. So I don't know if that means that he's, like, assumes that if they find the thing that killed their mom, if she'll come back, or if he just, like, won't deal with that closure until that thing is found. I think he's just got a hard time with, like, accepting things that are hard, too. Yeah. I mean, you kind of see it later in the show. Yeah. He's not, like, incredibly good at talking about his feelings. He doesn't work through them very well. (laughs) He just, like, kind of covers it all up with smart ass and... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, Dean asks Sam uh, if Jess knows about the things that he's done. And Sam says no, and she never will. And Dean says, "Well, that's healthy." Which I, I really, <laughs> the first sense I really like snark. that line. Yeah, <laughs> well, that did it for me. <laughs> so, uh, then Ghost Constance tries to run them over with Dean's Impala, and they jump off the bridge to avoid getting hit. So uh, Sam is fine. Dean, however, is covered in mud and smells like a toilet. I think it's hilarious too because he just like pulls himself up out of the mud and he's just like disgusted with himself. Yeah. You know? like, that seems <laughs> a little weird. Like Sam clearly jumped off the bridge but managed to hang on. I think Sam's just so Sammy is a little bit more of the forward thinker where Dean's just like, I'm gonna do this thing, okay? And yeah. He, just, he <laughs> probably just like freaked in the moment and was like go and like jumped for it like off the bridge you know where Sam was like I'm gonna jump over the edge but I'm not gonna like try and kill myself okay he's a little more cautious I guess I should say yeah I mean I guess that makes sense but I don't know I don't know which one I would do (laughs) I I I feel like I would probably try and pull a Sam and end up pulling a Dean because I'd probably go coordinational abilities (laughs) I'd probably I'd probably go right to the bed (laughs) oh yeah probably on purpose but it would probably happen so they rent a room using a fake credit card and learn that John was staying there, too. So they break into his room. Uh, this is where you see Sam's uh, lock-picking skills, <laughs> yeah. which was kind of hot. Well, and he just kind of seems like almost a little bit of a goody-two-shoes. This is, like, one of the first times that we see him, like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. if I'm here, I'm going to commit. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was impressed with that. So um, so in his room, it looks like he ha- hasn't been there in a couple days. So research and news articles are taped uh, to all the walls, and Sam figures out what John learned. It's a woman in white, so they need to find the corpse and destroy it. Uh, Sam apologizes for fighting about their parents, and Dean says, no chick flick moments. So there's there's another quote. (laughs) Him, you know, just like totally ignoring, I almost said annoying, ignoring Uh all of his feelings. Yeah. Nope, I'm not going to even think about it. Not going there. Yeah. Uh, Sam says, all right, jerk. (laughs) 
And Dean says, bitch. <laughs> and there you get <laughs> the jerking bitch. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of necklaces I have found that, you know, it's like, especially the friendship necklaces. Oh, so like, I kind of want one of those. But then, like, do I want to wear one that says bitch? Like, not really. <laughs> well, so, okay. <laughs> Funny story. So my friend Jessica, who I got into Supernatural, like, mm-hmm. she was kind of like, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, no, listen, like, this needs to happen. You need to watch this. It's like, we hang out enough that, like, this is a thing for me. And, like, mm-hmm. I need to be able to talk about it. It also this. needs to be your thing. And yeah. she, like, really likes it, too. And so I'm like, you know. A little bit of a proud moment, but yeah, <laughs> um, good job. We went to I don't even remember what store it was, but or no, I think I had just gone and I'm like, okay, listen, like I found this because we had just been talking about this quote, and I'm like, I found these necklaces, it was like a hot topic or something. Oh, yeah, like that. hot topic is where it's at, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I found these, and I'm like, here's the thing though, I'm gonna buy these for us, but I can't wear the one that says bitch, <laughs> 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 I will be the jerk, yeah, and it's fine. She's like, it's totally fine. Oh, I'm like, good this is a good friend, yeah, enough. I know, Eric and I. <laughs> We're like we need these, and he, but both of us are like it would be wrong if one of us were the bitch. <laughs> and we were married. <laughs> both wear the jerk, you right? Know? Like it'd just be weird. People right. wouldn't get it. <sighs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I and I digress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so Dean goes outside and gets arrested. Uh, by the cops for impersonating, impersonating law enforcement. Uh, he warns Sam, who gets away in time. Uh, Dean tells the cops that his name is Ted Nugent <laughs> and that his boobs are real. <laughs> also, one of the only times that Dean gets like caught by impersonating, impersonating, impersonating. Yeah, yeah, there is only a few times. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't happen frequently. I'm, I like that they did it in the first episode, mm-hmm. like with all the like credit card fraud and everything going around, that you actually see them getting caught. Yeah, like, for the first, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, the cops think Dean and his older guy friend are the ones killing people. So they think that Dean and his dad are the one killing people. Yeah. The ones killing people. Uh, the cop pulls out John's journal and there's a page that has Dean's name written on it next to some coordinates. But he doesn't know their coordinates. I think he suspects. I, the cop doesn't know, he, but I think oh, Dean no, knows. Oh, no, no, no. Dean yeah. knows. Definitely Dean knows. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's the first thing he says to Sammy is like, oh, my gosh, like, this is what dad gave us. But the... Yeah. You would think, okay... I think the police officer would like have would realize somewhat of that an that's, idea. Yeah, like this just seems to me. Like I mean, I don't know how police officers run their whole you know investigations yeah. and whatnot, but like I would think that that would be a common thing, you know, somewhat, especially among like numbers that look type like that. And, yeah, you know, like, totally. Yeah, yeah I agree. anyways. <laughs> Uh, Meanwhile, Sam visits Constance's husband to find out where she's buried. Um, The actor who plays the husband was in a super popular episode of The X-Files titled Dwayne Barry. Um, That's the character he played. And I just he's kind of like an iconic uh, character in X-Files. So it's so cool that he's in this first (laughs) episode of Supernatural. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so Constance's husband admits to cheating. Uh, Sam tells him that a woman in white uh, is just a spirit who in life found out that their her husband was unfaithful. So they go insane and kill their kids and then kill themselves. Uh, As spirits, they find unfaithful men on the road and kill them. So um, I noticed in this part, Sam was not very empathetic to this guy. He was no. kind of an asshole when he was explaining this. Yeah, I think he started off like kind of, oh, okay, I'm going to give you a chance to like 
you know, make this right. Mm-hmm. And then... And then when the guy kind of, like, denied it at first, He maybe. was just kind of like, listen, buddy, I know. You yeah. know, like, I, I... But he didn't... Yeah, he, he could have handled that better. Yeah, he was... It was a little out of character for me. Yeah. The way he was speaking to this guy. But maybe he just thought that the guy deserved it. I don't know. And I think part of it, too, is, like, he's looking to, like, go back home, you know? And so he's kind of just like, I want to get this over with, like, Mm -hmm. so I can go back home, go back to my normal life, you know, just move on. And he he might just be frustrated, maybe, with the guy that he's, like, not making it easier. Yeah. You know, like... (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, the cops get a fake disturbance call from Sam, and Dean picks his way out of handcuffs with a paperclip from his dad's journal. Those Which, boys have so many paper clips on them at any given point. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. I thought, like, I <laughs> yeah. love seeing all the lock picking and like, I mean, like, my dad didn't teach me how to pick locks. Oh yeah, no. Like, my dad taught me how to lock locks, and that's nice. yeah. I feel like we kind of missed out. Like, <laughs> for real though, my dad is like the only one listening to this podcast right now. So, <laughs> thanks, Dad, for not teaching me how to pick my way out of handcuffs. <laughs> It would have gotten you in trouble later on, I feel like. It would have. Yeah, like, it's one of those things that you really don't need to know. Like, hopefully. I just, I think, like, growing up and watching TV shows, I thought that that would be more of an issue. <laughs> you know? Generally speaking, though, I mean, hopefully you don't get locked up into handcuffs super right. frequently. So. No, it's going to happen. Let's knock on wood. Yes. Okay. So uh, the boys are talking to each other on the phone and we learn that John never went anywhere without his journal. So it's super weird that he left it uh, for the cops to find. Um, While Sam is driving the Impala, Ghost Constance appears in the road and Sam accidentally runs through her. And then she's in the back seat and she says to Sam, take me home. Uh, he's, he's like, you know. <laughs> he was like, he says no. <laughs> you didn't say you. That was just kind of my interpretation of no. that. No. <laughs> um, so she makes the car start driving to her house. Uh, she tries to get down with Sam. <laughs> like weird, sketchy. Like here's the thing. It's a super like, awkward makeout scene. It's kind of interesting because she... Like, with all of the other... I mean, we're assuming that it's this same one. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's other women in white, obviously. But in this area, you know, it's the same lady that comes back all the time. And she doesn't really, like, enforce, you know, Mm -hmm. anything as far... Like, just really anything with any of the other guys. Um, But she's very forceful with Sam. And, like... You kind of wonder, like, what makes him so special, you know? Like, yeah. why, why does she want I him mean, to screw up so bad? She must know that he's, like, trying to get rid of her. You yeah. know what I mean? Because she, like, saw them on the bridge. Yeah. You know, and tried to run him over with the car. That's that's yeah. my only thought on that. She's I don't like, know. I figured you out. I know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he says, he says no, and he says he's never been unfaithful, but she says you will be. Uh, so then, then we have the weird makeout session, and she burns his chest with her hand. Like she's just when like trying to grab his heart. Like is, is that she what's trying happening? to rip his heart out or something? Maybe. Like I don't know what's going on. Maybe like, she can like zap him into being unfaithful. I don't know. Or like <laughs> maybe like you know because. And, you know her heart is broken or whatever mm-hmm. and this is why this whole that's why she's in that to begin with she's like I'm gonna break your heart too yeah, you know like I was like you once you know yeah Aww. <laughs> that just got really sad I did too I'm feeling really bad for her oh 
uh, I mean, and those guys cheated. They got what they had coming. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Poor Sammy. <laughs> I know. He doesn't deserve it. So um, Dean shoots the ghost through the window, and Sam drives the Impala into the house. So now Sam and the Impala and Ghost Constance are in the house. Um, you don't want to go home. I'm going to make you go Yeah, home. exactly. He drives it right in there. And the lights start to flicker in the house that has no power. And water starts dripping down the stairs. And her ghost kids appear and attack her. So then they all kind of melt into like a weird zappy goo. Which is very strange because I feel like... I don't know. I mean, other than the fact that their kid or that her kids drowned in water, like why did they just like all kind of like goo up and melt together? Yeah, you know, like, I think it was just like the special effects they could afford at the time because they because yeah. ghosts go a little bit differently in, <laughs> in other episodes. Yeah. It's not quite so. The same. You know, yeah. it's probably just how they filmed the pilot. Yeah, and then I don't know. It looks cool. It does look cool. Or it could be just because they all three died in water too. Like that's the only other yeah. thought that I had was that you know the kids both drowned. She you know jumped off a cliff into water into so, water yeah i mean yeah that makes sense so um sam says that she was too afraid to face her children and that's why she could never go home uh, on the drive back to stanford they find that dad's coordinates are in blackwater ridge uh, colorado and uh, dean wants to go but sam's got to be back for the interview sam says maybe they can meet up later and dean says they make a hell of a team when he drops sam off which is super cute it's so cute and i think he's like also hey hey you know i'm gonna put this in the back of your mind yeah (laughs) this is what you want to do yeah (laughs) i wonder if sam really would have like met up later with him you know i don't know i mean it kind of makes you i mean this whole episode kind of makes me think like when i first was watching it anyways that like Sam is not into this anymore like clearly it was part of his past but he's like no I've moved on I don't want any part of this like I'm helping you out because you're family and that I feel bad that dad's missing and that's it you know like he's got no attachment other than that like he clearly is still kind of bitter about you know the whole daddy thing yeah his dad issues for sure right um Sam walks into his house or dorm or whatever it is um I think it's a house okay uh he eats a cookie (laughs) <laughs> uh, chocolate chip I believe which is a, a really important note that I wrote down. Um, he hears the showers on and so assumes that Jess is in there he lays on the bed and then blood starts dripping on his face again <laughs> I know uh-huh. poor guy can't catch a break I know again with the blood on the face um, he opens his eyes and sees that Jess is on the ceiling uh, and just she, like mom yeah just like mom and she bursts into flame just like mom mm-hmm uh, so Sam is just kind of like laying there staring in horror and Dean busts in and drags Sam out. Uh, this is where Sam's emo phase begins. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. He, I think like a, a switch just got flipped in his mind and yeah. he was like, okay, like this is enough. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, if my girlfriend burned on the ceiling like my mom did, I yeah. would start an emo phase, too. Like, oh, yeah. I would be a little bit more than scarred for life. Yeah, you know? like, I totally get it. But he he just doesn't deal with it very well. So this is where we get our our emo Sam. It's like Harry Potter in, like, book five. It's like he suddenly got his, like, angry hormones, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So. My notes for this were sad Sammy with a little sad face. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. You know, like... Yeah. He, he gets like instantly angsty you know and you can Instant, tell that yeah. it's gonna like stay for a while mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah like all his like rational empathy is now tainted pretty much yeah um so sam says he's done with college and 
We got work to do. Credits. Also, so I like. I don't think he would. I think with Sam's personality, he's more of like, I'm going to blame myself for everything bad that goes wrong. Mm-hmm. However, you kind of got to wonder if in the back of his mind, was he? did he like slightly blame Dean for what was happening? Because, you know, mm. like, you're the one that took me away. This wouldn't have happened if I would have been there. You know, like, right. I don't know. I feel like he's guilty. He's more guilty feeling than anything else, but also like... I don't know. It, it changes. I wonder if it like changed the dynamic, you know, like how that. Yeah. Um, well, I certainly think that he like radiates anger for a while. So mm-hmm. and I think he takes it out on Dean for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like anything else I would say about it would be too spoilery. Yeah. But and it's re- totally open to interpretation. I really too. Say like, it, but <laughs> even Well, and even like knowing what we know now, like. It's still, you know, yeah. kind of a weird yeah. thing. Um, so, let's see. We have a couple thoughts on this episode. Um, why do you think that their dad is hunting without Dean? Like, what's that about? Why is Dean on his own yeah. for a little while? That's a, And I don't I remember wondered. if they really explained that ever. You know, like, yeah. they just kind of... And, you know, to be fair, like... They're not going to do absolutely everything together. That's true. I mean, Dean is like, I don't even know how old he is in this. I'm going to say like 25 or something. He's 26. I remember thinking that because he was, he's the same age as me. And I remember thinking (laughs) that he was like a baby, you know, like you look at him, you know, then compared to now and you're just like, you're just so cute. Yeah. It's like, I can't even really say that because he was probably like the same age as me also when we were filming. filming, And I'm like, you're such a baby. Yeah. You're probably older than me in real life. But yeah. So you would think that like a 26 year old could go hunting by himself every now and then and oh, that's yeah. not weird especially with the attitude that Dean's got <laughs> yeah yeah let's see also why do I like this type of show like I love the horror genre like it is my absolute favorite um I don't know why am I escaping from real life <laughs> probably well and I think it's funny because I was definitely one of those and be, until this show like I was definitely one of those that like I think I had watched all of like two or three scary movies ever in my life you know because I was just wow. like freaked out by all of them because apparently I have a weak constitution <laughs> oh just like Misha <laughs> no right anyway oh. um yeah like I don't know but once since I started watching this I mean you've tried to get me lately to you know watch scary movies and I have watched a few of them and mm-hmm. none of them are scary They're anymore scary, like yeah. we watched the new it didn't even I was like mm, okay you know like there were some parts of it that were more suspenseful I guess than others but maybe it's just like my, not my type of like what do you think your type of horror is like the kind that genuinely scares you I think for me it's more of like the stuff that could legitimately happen or this more like human like mm-hmm. um, so I, I don't know I mean to me it's kind of one of those like if it could potentially happen with another human. It's like the weird, like, psychological stuff that gets to me. like, serial killers, that kind of thing. And I can't even say that for sure, because I haven't seen anything about serial killers. We'll work on that. (laughs) But, you know, like, I don't know. I think one of the scariest movies that I saw when I was a kid was... Um, oh, what was it? I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember any of it, but I just remember being freaked out because there was some guy that was like 
you know, had known all of what they had done or whatever and was, like, chasing them around. You know? Yeah. Like... It could potentially happen. It could potentially happen. Where, like, mm-hmm. stuff that's, like, creepy clown in a gutter, probably not going to happen, you know? Like, Dude, you don't know that. <laughs> like... This is the difference between like, you and I. Yeah. I'm like, dude, no. I fully believe that clowns are <laughs> trying to eat me. Hey, listen, though. I mean, I don't like clowns. They don't scare me, <laughs> but they kind of weird me out. It's like, there's actually, I don't remember what it's called, but there's like a term for like not being able to see somebody's face mm-hmm. and like not being okay with that. You know, like being nervous or you know kind of weirded out by something because you can't tell like what it is like for me the clown thing is like even though you can see that they have a clear like human face you can't there's no distinguishable features to like tell who they are right and so it's like I could know you but maybe I don't I don't really know and I think that's kind of what gets at me is like the um who are you you know yeah (laughs) like more than anything else yeah That makes sense. I don't know. You know what? I totally have that thing. Like, when people are wearing masks, it really bothers me that I can't tell, like, for yeah. one, who they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, but even if you know who they are, like, the expression they're making, mm-hmm. that freaks you can't me read out people. so badly. Yeah. I wonder if that's because I have, like, that weird empathy thing. You know what I mean? Like, be. I really need to know, like, how everyone is feeling at every moment. Yeah. So. It freaks me out, though, too. Like, I don't I mean I should say it freaks me out but it freaks me out just <laughs> I mean it kind of like makes me feel weird I guess yeah that, like I can't tell like what's going on because I feel like people we just like read you know the other person like our we base what we do off of other people's responses to what we have done previously so mm-hmm. if you can't do that it yeah. just makes it a weird, like, one-sided thing, and it's just not right. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they can, like, choose to react or not to you. Like, they don't have to respond. I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing gives me the willies. <laughs> I don't like it. Did you have any other notes about this one? Um, I think one of my favorite quotes from this episode is, of course you should be afraid of the dark. You know what's out there. Right. <laughs> like, right. It's like nobody in their right mind. I mean, once you hit a certain age, you're kind of like, yeah, whatever. You're not afraid of the dark. And mm-hmm. it's like, um, there's these two grown adults, you know, for the most part that are like, dude, like I'm afraid of the dark. You know? Yeah. Like, I know what hides in the dark. Is that your, is that your favorite part of the episode? Um, do you think? I don't think it's my favorite part of the episode. I think, it's hard to pick a favorite part of the episode because there's so many, like, I guess, quotable things that happen in this episode. And this is, like, kind of where it all starts. So there's so many different, you know, like, you know, shotgun shuts its cake hole, all that yeah. sort of stuff is kind of, like, classic, original, supernatural. So it's mm-hmm. hard to pick a favorite for me, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure what mine is either, to be honest. Um, I do, I do, even though it's out of character, I really like the part where Sam is talking to Constance's husband. And I think it's just that, um, it could just be that I love the X-Files so much (laughs) that it was just really, really cool to see that actor in this. Um, but, um, also, I don't know, something about Sam's tone with him, even though he was being kind of a dick, really, it, it felt, it felt real and true to me. Mm -hmm. I don't, I just like the way that it was acted. Yeah. Also, one of my um, notes that I wrote was <laughs> that Sammy almost could have been the real law. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, because they're yeah. always like with these different impersonations of, you know, officers to some or, you know, just like, impersonating people that are 
law enforcement to right. some extent, you know, and like Sammy could have been like an a part of that yeah. and not have to fake it all the time, you know, like mm. that's true. Yeah, I never Just really thought about that before. A little thinker. Yeah. <laughs> we have some interesting facts that most of this is right off like either Super Wiki or IMDb, but. So the first one is Mary Winchester dies on November 2nd, which is actually the Mexican Day of the Dead. So, you know, kind of fitting. That seems pretty relevant you in know. later episodes. <laughs> I know. This is... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Eric Kripke said that the pilot episode was inspired by um, the Sandman and Hellblazer comics. Um, I could see that. Especially with that character that I become... And I don't even know. Obsessed like. with. <laughs> oh, they're good. They're good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, see, the books Good Omens and the House Within a Clock, or House with a Clock in Its Walls. I've read Good Omens, but not that second one. I think that second one is a kid's, a kid's uh, book. Keep going. Sorry. And then um, Fletch and the Evil Dead, the movie. <gasps> Have you seen Evil Dead? No. Okay. 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 We're going to watch it. We're going to watch all of them. We're making a list. We're going to have a running total of like a right. list of things that I we're need gonna, to watch now. We're going to watch the three movies and then the three TV seasons. <laughs> that might be a little, you know, oh, no, a little no. bit of an adventure. We're good for it. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm good for it. So... Um, Another fun fact, the scene where Sam and Dean are researching in the library together was the first scene ever filmed. Aww. Like, I kind of want to go back and watch it now and, like, just watch that scene and be like... Look at their chemistry. Just watch their chemistry, yeah, Yeah. from the very get-go and see, like, kind of what, you know, they started off at. Because that's the thing about episodes is you assume that, like... I mean, maybe you don't, but, like, for most people, you would assume that the first thing you see is the first thing that was filmed, right? Yeah. So, like you would think that they kind of like started off separately and no I mean they started off like right there with each other so yeah. I think in that scene too there's there's a moment where like Dean is trying to research and Sam's like bumps him and's like oh get out of my way let me do this right you know so they show <laughs> yeah. some like you know frustration yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> the sibling rivalry yeah. if you will um so there's also a deleted scene that shows Dean when he turns his car around at the end of the episode he goes back to save Sam because his watch stopped and the car radio went all staticky so I mean which I think that would have been important to see yeah because to me I never really understood I mean until I knew that this happened that um that's why he came back you know like you kind of think oh maybe it was just like a hunch or something or he kind of or maybe he never left he was just like creepy lurking outside yeah because he just showed up randomly at the very beginning right he just like breaks into sam's house and who's to tell that he isn't like camping out in the impala just like hanging out and going like hey we're gonna wait for something you know i I don't know like it's just i think this would have explained a lot more me too me too um uh, so this is the only episode that's filmed in L.A. and all the rest are filmed in Vancouver, Canada. And I think we should go. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Just wander, you know, like I, I think it's amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of like pretty scenery up there. I think it'd just be kind of fun at some point to just like drive through that mm-hmm. area, anyways, and yeah. just kind of see, like, see if we notice, you know, like because we've seen all of the episodes so far see if we notice anything like oh this is from this oh oh hey like i remember this little like yeah that would be shack a lot or of whatever fun. you know like yeah. a little supernatural road trip i would love that <laughs> i would love that 
Yeah. I think um, when I found this out a while ago, this is this is the one that kind of threw me the most. So Jensen Ackles, the one who plays Dean, um, he originally auditioned for the part of Sam, which to me, like, that just sounds all wrong. Yeah, that's, you know, that just doesn't, that doesn't work in my brain at all. No, like, and I feel like, okay, if he would have started off as Sam, that would have been one thing because then we wouldn't know any different. But like, I don't know, just, it it just, it's not right. It's not right. (laughs) It's not right at all. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I mean, not that, I mean, that doesn't mean that like Jared Padalecki would play Dean Winchester, but I mean, can you imagine those actors flipped? Mm -mm. Because I just can't. No. At all. I feel like Jared Padalecki is more of, I mean, just from seeing him at conventions and stuff, he's more of like kind of like the quiet thinker, like mm-hmm. he, you know, he's funny and he's goofy, but also he's kind of like the more sensitive, I mean, I don't want to say no, sensitive because I don't want to make him sound like, you know, a super softy or whatever, but like, right. you know, he's just more of the sensitive one where, you know, Dean is or Jensen Ackles also they're mm-hmm. kind of more like the quiet not like brooding necessarily I mean Dean definitely is but I feel mm-hmm. like Jensen's kind of more of like the quiet sit back and then he'll like interject with something and be right. like ha, 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 you know yeah <laughs> so yeah I think it fits their personalities from what I've seen of them granted I don't know them personally right <sighs> right I couldn't but. even sit next to you if you did <laughs> like, why? I don't know. I'd just be like, I'd be too nervous. <laughs> I couldn't deal with it. See, here's the thing, though, is that famous people are just like any other people. That doesn't mean that I wouldn't be a little nervous, like, meeting. Oh, my them, God. But... I realize that they are just like everybody else. But I just, I don't know why I can't handle talking to celebrities. Like, I met I met a couple actors from um, Battlestar Galactica. And, like, I, I was totally shocked by a response. Like, honestly, all I want to do is... <laughs> Is nervous poo. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I can't even function. So, yeah, no thanks. Oh yeah, not. I'm not saying that like I would be completely calm, but I feel like if I told myself enough times that like it's fine, they're just normal people, it'll be okay. Like I could probably handle it. Yeah, but that's amazing. I couldn't. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> not every. You know, if we were all built the same way, the world would be a boring place. Yes. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. uh with our more uh, fun slash interesting facts. So Constances, Constances, <laughs> that's a fun one to say, yeah. um, was also used in the Rob Zombie's movie, The Devil's Rejects, which I haven't seen, but I, have, I mean, have you seen that one? I have seen that one. Um, and I, I don't remember being that into it, to be yeah. honest with you. I can't remember much about it because it's pretty old. Um I mean, the horror films are kind of like your thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember if it, if it was this one or, or one of his other ones that was a little too tortury for me. I have, a, mm-hmm. I have a hard time watching, like, torture. Yeah. So we also decided to do um, some research on a haunting in uh, the, one of the little towns that they visit. Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, yeah, we went with Lawrence, Kansas. The and, hometown. Uh, and that's, yeah, that's where they're from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I researched the Eldridge Hotel, um, not Eldridge for you Lovecraft fans, but Eldridge. <laughs> um, uh, it's originally called uh, the Free State Hotel. It was built in 1855. It was intended to be temporary living space for settlers who came from Boston while their homes were being built. Uh, it was attacked and burned down in 1856. So like literally a year later uh, by an infamous pro-slavery sheriff, Sam Jones. 
Uh, Colonel Eldridge rebuilt it and said he would do that every time it was destroyed. So apparently he was like, this thing's going to get destroyed often. <laughs> Either that or he was like way too prideful to be like, oh, it got knocked down. Like, to, you know, he was like, this is my thing and I'm going to keep it yeah, going. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's weird. I think it's weird. But whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was attacked again in 1863 by raiders. So Colonel Eldridge rebuilt it again uh, and renamed it the Hotel Eldridge. <laughs> Which kind of, to me, enforces the, <laughs> like, this is my thing and I'm going to make sure it's here. Yeah. yeah. So it's been revamped and restored a few times since then. And today it's Lawrence's leading hotel. Uh, and it is haunted by the ghost of Colonel Eldridge. So room 506 is the only original room still there and it holds the, one of the building's original cornerstones. So it has the most paranormal activity and it's said to be a portal into the ghost realm. Ooh. I know. <laughs> That's the room I would stay in. <laughs> that is not the room I would stay in. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the horror movies and stuff don't quite get it for me. But, like, if I know something like that and mm-hmm. I go into that room, I would be, like, having a nervous breakdown. Like, I would be like, minutes. I'd be like, we're not going to this hotel if we're not going to go to stay in this room. <laughs> I'd be like, fine, go on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would not do by myself, by the well, way. I would make you come with me. I'd be like, here's some Xanax. <laughs> Let's go. I don't, I don't even know if that would do it. You know, like, I don't know if that would do it. <laughs> so hotel staff on occasion have been unable to get into the room because it's been dead bolted from the inside, even when no guests are in it. Sketchy. <laughs> that is totally whack. Like, <laughs> no, thank you. That's like the weird, I don't know, like, to me, that's like the weird shining, except for the opposite, like the doors open. You yeah, know, like, yeah. <laughs> just like, right. You know, and that movie honestly didn't scare me that much, but that was kind of weird. And I the feel shining. like if I saw that yeah. in real life, like, mm-hmm. I'd be more than a little Dude, freaked out. if you saw that, like, blood wave coming out of the elevators, you would be freaked out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the creepy kid, like, red rum in it all over. Like, <laughs> red rum. <laughs> For real. I know, right? Like, oh, gosh. I would freak out. Like, honestly, if I had a kid and they were doing that, I'd be like, somebody call a priest. <laughs> like, okay, I have to tell you what my kid did. <laughs> okay. Do it. So, my husband works for this networking company, and um, their, like, mascot logo is, like, oh, a yeah. is a is a red a red lion, right? So, they got little, um, like, stuffed animal red lions for everybody, mm-hmm. and um, Aaron brought his home for our son, Killian, and we named it Red Rum because we're horror fans, right? And like, <laughs> okay, to be fair, like, most of his... <laughs> like little stuffies and stuff like he's got like a Cthulhu and you know like all of the, yeah. the weird you he's know, got the, a little Pennywise the clown and a little like leather face from Chainsaw some Massacre skeleton something or other what's the skeleton uh, thing um I think my my aunt made those for him the little skeletons we, okay. we named him Skelly he loves them <laughs> yeah yeah so um so anyway so we named this lion Red Rum right and it's his it's his little stuffed red lion it's it's you know it's cute yeah he doesn't um, know so <laughs> visit him we went to visit um my husband at work the other day and um we were kind of walking through like the like cubicle farm you know Mm -hmm. and like everybody there had put their red lions on top of the cubicles so (laughs) Killian was just walking through pointing and going red rum red rum red rum red rum and like everyone was just like staring in horror that was awful that just shows you how many people watch scary movies though I know 
also like <laughs> I think because I think you told me that before and wasn't like like Eric's boss or something was like thrilled with the whole thing because yeah. like she had like she had like recognized what was going on or something yeah like yeah She's like, this is great yeah <laughs> yeah also it was like take your dog to a work day um, which, which, so we were like, let's bring Killian. <laughs> well, we thought, you know, he yeah. can meet some dogs. <laughs> right? That'll be fun. And, um, and her dog, one of uh, Eric's boss's dogs name was Whiskey and they played together for a while. And then when I was walking Killian back to the car, down like the Seattle streets in daylight, he's <laughs> shouting, I love whiskey. <laughs> so it was just a real, a real great day for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, one for the books. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, another paranormal hotspot in this hotel is in the basement where Colonel Eldred's chair is. Uh, staff has seen him sitting in the chair and apparently it never gets dusty. <laughs> He's keeping that clean for his. What hunting. a weird haunting! Like, <laughs> I'm gonna keep this dust free. Like, I feel like that's a little strange. I need you know? that ghost in this house. Like, I feel like if you're sitting in that chair for that long, there's gonna be butt prints. Like, yeah. there is no way. You know how like stone after a while gets like worn down from where people step on it. You, you know, think like, the cushion should be worn down? Maybe it is. I, I mean, like, it's from like the 1800s. This is true. Maybe there's no Granted, cushion. Granted, like. Let's be real. It probably doesn't have a real tushy to sit in it. So okay, but also like I don't know if it's like roped off or what. But if I'm gonna go visit this hotel and see this chair, I'm gonna sit in it. Oh no, <laughs> screw that! I'd be like sitting, like sitting back in horror, watching you like spin wildly around in the chair or whatever, because it just like starts going all weird. Like no, I'm out. I that would be like you know I am not one for leaving people behind, but I would leave you behind. <laughs> That's messed up. I would be running out of there. And I don't think it was like, you know, I I wouldn't think I would think about it in the moment. I'd just be like out, you know, like I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, my friend. I don't know. Like (laughs) you would leave me in a haunted ghost chair. Okay. Here's the thing. Like to be fair, I would probably realize it soon afterwards and then go running back, you know, but like, (laughs) I feel like my first instinct would be like flight, not fight. Right. Right. Like, Like, I don't know, dude. And then I might, like, kick in and be like, oh, my brain's working again, maybe a little bit, and I'm going to go and get her, you know? I would like to think of myself as the person that would be like, leave my friend alone! But honestly, mm-hmm. like, you never know when it comes down to it. Like, it could be the exact opposite. I've been in, I've been in one situation like this. <laughs> Please do tell. <laughs> was my uh, my cousin. Um, it was in one of her, her old office buildings and we were there on the weekend uh, so no one else was there and we were watching we were watching Supernatural in her office I don't think we were supposed to be but that, that's what we were doing you know and um, we uh, I, I used to smoke cigarettes I don't anymore okay okay <laughs> okay um, and so I was like so it's like it's like daytime it's like four in the afternoon I'm dragging her outside so we get in this elevator there's two elevators in this building and we're going down to the the you know main floor and our hotel like or our hotel our elevator door like dings and opens and we're just about to walk out and the elevator right next to us dings and i hear the doors open and i was like 
holy shit, like we're about to die. (laughs) (laughs) Because another elevator. Well, no one else is there. There's no one else there in this huge office building on the weekend. It freaked me out. So I like literally like manhandled her back into the (laughs) elevator, threw her against the wall and like was stabbing that button over and over to like close. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, Dude, like we almost just died. I Don't just, worry. I just saved your life. <laughs> you know. Um. So we. I mean, it was totally the janitor. So it's, it was not the situation I thought the it was. The janitor's probably like, um, what the what heck is you know? happening? <laughs> like, but, I feel like I'm not that scary. You. Know? But but in my moment of stress, I oh. protected my cousin, so I felt very good about that. <laughs> That's good. So, anyways. <laughs> the first two episodes, or two episodes, the first two seasons of Supernatural that I watched, I was house-sitting for somebody. I had never been to their house before, right? And it's, like, in the middle of a neighborhood, right? So, it's mm-hmm. not like they're out in the middle of the woods or anything. Like, y- you know, the neighbors are right there. If you scream, somebody would hear you, you know? Yeah. Also, <laughs> strange house. You know, I get home after work, generally speaking, after dark, and... I would start watching Supernatural alone in a house I didn't know in the dark. And let me tell you what, episode two, oh boy, that one freaked me out. But at any rate, like the whole thing just kind of did. And I feel like, you know, that set me up for later, like not thinking like, I don't know, to me, like Supernatural has its scary moments now, but it's not, Mm -hmm. I think you get so involved in the characters that it's not so much like the situation as it's going on. Yeah, it's not so like monster of the week either anymore. mm -mm. Not very often. Yeah. So, uh, well, the elevator in this hotel (laughs) is also supposedly haunted. Uh, There's a picture in the hotel lobby that shows the elevator open in the background with a ghostly image inside. (laughs) Elevator. I know. Like, I want to go see this ghostly image. I probably can find it online. Oh, probably. I'm not going to be looking it up with you, though. You're all on your own. (laughs) (laughs) But then we have to, like, go to this hotel. See, here's the thing, though, is that, like... (laughs) You know, the horror films don't get to me, really. Like, they're, it's a movie. Like, mm-hmm. I've kind of been, like, I've never cried at a movie. Been close a couple times. But it's just, you know, it's fake. It's a movie. Did you just say you've never cried at a movie? <laughs> I've never cried Like, at a movie. ever. In the history ever. of movies. Did ever. you ever watch Bambi? Yeah. You didn't cry when Bambi's mom died? No. Also, I think I was a little kid at the time, and I didn't really, like, get it. Get it? You yeah. Know, like, I was just like, oh, why is she sleeping? You know? Okay. <laughs> I right. don't understand, you know? Yeah. But, I mean... I think there's been a couple of movies where, you know, like Titanic at the beginning, how it's like showing the real people, you know, and so that I got, I was like, oh no, you know, but I didn't, I didn't cry, but it was very much like a, (gasps) you know, (laughs) what's going on? Yeah. I cry at everything. Like every... little thing makes me cry yeah see I'm, I'm so like jealous. the complete opposite well you know I, I don't know it, it's you know fun fact about Rochelle you know yeah <laughs> never cries at movies but I think just movies in general even scary ones it's it's a movie you know like it's not real you can you separate know? it I can separate mm-hmm. it from reality for the most part but if I were to like go into a real life situation that may or may not be true mm-hmm. you know or you know there may or may not be something there that's scary or whatever like just the thought of it could happen mm-hmm. would freak me out enough to where I couldn't even deal with it wow <laughs> like, 
I'm a pansy. I really am. Like, it's, I, you know, okay, again, I have a weak constitution when it comes to this sort of stuff. Like, the, you know, the fake, the movies, the TV shows, all that sort of stuff. Like, some of it will get to me more than others, but, like, real life, I, like, instantly get, like, you know, like, oh, no. It's all, it's all bad. So, you know, I think you, you might you might be on your own with this stuff. <laughs> so you wouldn't go visit a haunted hotel with me? No, probably not. Okay, what about like, you know, like the haunted farms or whatever for Halloween? Like, what about that? Um, That sort of stuff. Like, I've been to a few, like a couple haunted houses here and there. I shouldn't even say a few. It's been to like, well, I guess you can count maybe three as a few. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um... I am a I'm a jumper when uh-huh. things come out at me. So like I and I figured this out the first um, I don't even remember which one it was. I think it was like at Wild Waves. It's like a theme park mm-hmm. around here. Um, they do like their haunted house every year, and they do one like a local radio station hosts it, and then they do like theirs where they like just hire kids and stuff and dress them up and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was the first one that I'd ever been in that I remember. And we went through it, and it was fine. But so I went with uh, a couple of girls that were younger than me, and they're like, you need to go first. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. You know, like, it'll be okay. Even though I was kind of like, don't show them you're freaking out. Don't show them you're freaking yeah. out. You know, but it, it didn't end up being that bad. But I realized that, like, I flail mm-hmm. when somebody scares me, right? So, like, I jump, and I just, like, flail my arms and, like, oh no (laughs) so I you know if I go to stuff like that I have to have somebody in front of me Mm -hmm. and behind me so and tell them that like hey listen I flail so if somebody jumps out like I don't want to hit them I'd be more comfortable with like you know accidentally like hitting you if you know like that's what's gonna you know like Mm -hmm. and I don't want to hit anybody but you know like if it does happen I'd rather like have the person know that it could potentially happen or you know that sort of stuff so I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're going to go. I, We're going to go this year to one. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Mm. <laughs> mm. I mean, we'll be drinking, obviously. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like at that point, I'd have to have somebody literally around me on all sides. Yeah. Like, I, like when I was a kid and I'd get freaked out, so my friend's house was kind of creepy to me as a kid, and we, I went over for one sleepover and I never went back, but <laughs> I, like, made the other girls, like, I slept in the middle of everybody because oh I was like it's not gonna get me first you know <laughs> like, <laughs> you're a good friend Rochelle <laughs> know, right? but that's like totally me I'm such a pansy and I'm like I can't tell them why I'm scared because then they'll think I'm a wimp and also then they might realize that they're scared too and then I won't be able to sleep in the middle you know <laughs> I was that kid, like, I, you know, but, (laughs) you know, I'm not proud. I'm not saying I'm proud of this, but it's just, you know, it's a thing. (laughs) All right. Well, you have not uh, made me not want to take you to haunted hotels so far. So you'll have to work on that. I just maybe, you know, will run out at the last second. (laughs) I mean, don't leave me when, like, shit's going down. (laughs) I wouldn't, like... Le- no, because I'm going to stay around as many people as I can. <laughs> I won't leave you if we're both capable of running away. Okay, you know, like, we're both going to be running together. Right. But, like, you know, the whole chair spinning situation, like, 
I like that you assume that that's going to happen for sure. I'm going to sit in this chair, this haunted ass chair, <laughs> and it's going to start, gonna start like, spinning. Me, yeah. I'm not going to be able to get out of it. <laughs> that's a picture into my mind, folks. Right. <laughs> I love it. Oh, no, man. I want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, my last note on this <laughs> is that the elevator uh, frequently goes up to the fifth floor where they have that original room. Uh, and the elevator will open its doors even though there's no one inside. Nope. <laughs> elevators, Not me. elevators creep me out. The elevators don't really creep me out. They creep me out. But incredibly. I've never had a reason really for the elevators to creep me out, you know? I don't know. I just I always just get that like sense of like <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all gonna die <laughs> and I'm not afraid that it's gonna like stop and I'm gonna be stuck in it I just assume that like all the bad shit's gonna happen <laughs> like in a ghost way <laughs> anyway ghost yes <laughs> okay how were you an idiot or an asbut this week or did you see someone being an idiot or an asbut this week well I definitely saw a couple of people so with my work, I am um, in a room with people for an hour at a time, you know, which, you know, it's, it's fine. Like, mm-hmm. that that's usually not a problem. Like, if somebody's got a little bit of a dis- difficult personality to um, get along with, then, you know, like, I, I, I'm, I'm a professional, you know. <laughs> right. But sometimes they're just people that you just don't know. You know, there's some people that are just angry with life. And no matter what you say, nothing's going to be the right thing. Yeah. Um, and I've definitely in the last week or so had a couple of those moments where it's just like, you know, I don't know whether I would consider them an idiot or an ass, but, mm-hmm. but maybe more the ass, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, people are just unhappy. Also, when people are in pain, they're just kind of unhappy to begin with. That's so totally true. That's kind of part of the territory. Yeah. But. I uh, I was a total ass butt earlier this week because I, uh, I was trying to strap my three-year-old into his car seat. And in the process of tightening the strap, I I punched myself in the face. <laughs> like, I feel like that's more of a move than an ass I don't know. I think maybe, yeah. Um, but right between the eyes, too. And I, like, stumbled back. And, like, people, I was in the Walgreens parking lot, and people saw me do it. My husband saw me do it. My three-year-old definitely saw me do it. It was totally startling and awful. So, oh. so that happened. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandasputspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Asputs, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.